For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. From self-help books to meditation, we work hard to find peace of mind. Xfinity Home helps you rest easy with a total home security solution. Installed by experts and powered by secure and reliable Xfinity Wi-Fi, you'll get 24-7 professional monitoring with fast response times and real-time alerts, like when doors and windows are opened. Rest easier with Xfinity Home. Learn more at Xfinity.com slash home security. Restrictions apply. Residential customers only. Requires compatible high-speed internet. Professional installation required. Ready for episode 173 of the official Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club podcast, bringing you all the latest news, updates, and buzz surrounding your mighty JSU Tigers. I am the Corey C. Be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast to be notified of every new episode. Apple Podcast users, rate and review the show, and everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook. And Tiger Talk 1400 on Instagram and Twitter. It all helps the cause, which is the I love, Jackson State University. And I'm joined today by a star-studded trio. But the first two, I must introduce them as a duo because, you know, there's no peanut butter without the jelly. There's no Batman without the Robin. And when it comes to Jackson State football, there's no Ken Clark without the zone. So what up, guys? <laughs> What's going on, man? What's going on, Corey, man? Glad to be back. Absolutely, man. I had to bring you two in as a duo. You know, it's a package deal. I know we've had a few shows with Ken and no Zoe, but we, we got a scratch that's going for going forward. It's a package deal from now on. Say, me, me and Zoe have an unofficial um, podcast going on daily over the phone. We just don't record <laughs> it, man. Hey, <laughs> From what I hear, those are the conversations that need to be recorded, though. Real yeah, talk. No, nah, you don't want to record them, man. Oh, we want to record them on late night. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, we, can have, we can have the PG Tiger Talk, and then we can have yeah, the yeah. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> the, Tiger the Talk after dark. After the dark. The I love after dark. <laughs> Whole lot of swearing. No, no doubt. It's all good. No Happy doubt. Happy to be back on, man. All right, but fellas, also joining us today, this guy's making his Tiger Talk debut, a long-awaited debut. Couldn't wait to get him on the show. Now is the time. I'm talking about the one and only Shaq. What up, Shaq? What's good, Corey? What's good, Zoe? What's good, Ken? Shaq, what's happening, brother? Man, look, I'm happy to be here, man. So first and foremost, Corey, I want to extend a, an appreciation and thank you. Um, you've been a good friend of mine since our good college days when we was in the honors dorm. I appreciate Absolutely. you bringing me on the platform, man. I'm happy to contribute to the conversation, bro. Hey, man, it's our pleasure. The fans are in for a treat. 
know you're an avid listener we've always talked about bringing you on the show you're such a busy man one day you're in the country one day you're out of the country so i had to catch you in the states to get you on the show (laughs) i appreciate that i appreciate that no problem man glad to have you Shaq. thanks man glad to be here all right fellas you know this football season is inching closer and closer and the excitement is at an all-time high oh yeah we talked about this quick turnaround between the spring season and the fall season but as excited as everyone is right now, I can't help but to remember and think back to when the spring season ended, there was some doubt, some uncertainty, some concern among a portion of the fan base. And it was not only attributed to how the fall season ended, but a lot of it centered around the number of student athletes, specifically football players who decided to leave the program and enter the transfer portal. You know, that was a big topic of concern and a lot of the fans voiced their opinions they were asking what's going on and asking if the program was falling apart or wondering if the program was falling apart now ken clark you and i we've talked about this at length back Mm -hmm. then and you know you were chomping at the bit to come on the podcast to address the fan base but i said no calm down relax let's wait because we understood the process and the transition right right. taking place and we knew what was in the pipeline and you know there's an old saying that I can show you better than I can tell you. So, right. Ken, three, three months later, here we are with the student athletes that Coach Prime and his, his staff have brought in. Has some of that chatter died down from the naysayers? I, I think it's, I think it's died down some, core because I, I think um, usually what happens is when you have a a, a fan base, it's only probably a, a small percentage of that that is that that really knows the what's going on. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? A lot of times there's a lot of things said through social media. There's a lot of emotions. I mean, let's be real, man. We haven't had a lot of success in seven years. We'll say since 2013 after Coach Comedy departed. So our fan base, rightfully so, has been chomping at the bit for having a successful winning season. So, But when you see someone like a Coach Prime come in, all this excitement, we start off 3-0, then things kind of take a – turns you know to the left and we lose three in a row and now you start seeing people enter the transfer portal i don't think most of the the average fan don't really understand what the transfer portal is all about um but when coach prime comes to us and tell us that he's looking to upgrade the room that's really all he did man he upgraded the room um finished uh, what what did he finish uh top 54 class i mean you can't bring in that kind of talent into a jsu uh without some 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 bodies exiting so we saw a lot of exits we saw a lot of entrances, and I like to say, I mean, I'm pretty sure you guys would agree that the entrances were, I would say, at a higher level than what we saw go out. No offense to anyone, but Coach mm-hmm. Prime and his coaching staff did a phenomenal hand-clapping job with elevating the room, and, man, I think everybody's going to be a lot happy with the product that they see in the fall. That's just my my take on it. Just to add to that, I think – the transfer portal brought in a different dynamic that uh, most of us in HBCU football hadn't been acclimated to. Right. Um, and it's because normally under, under historical circumstances, we are the benefactors of those transfers coming from the power five schools and seldom are we the, the institutions where the individuals are kind of leaving our, our, our schools and going to other schools. And that was an adjustment that, as a fan base, we had to get used to. So through the vacuum of not having, you know, any information on what's going on and who's coming and who's going, you know, you, you I won't say you get in your feelings, but you do start to look at it from the outside perspective, you know, from the outside looking in saying what's going on. And, right. and, and to, to Coach Prime's credit, 
they did a phenomenal job yes, of ensuring did. that you know they addressed you know some of the some of the huge weaknesses that we had on the O line and especially the D line. They mm -hmm. they they addressed some of the depth that we needed to have um, uh, on defense as well as on offense. So, man, I'm proud. I'm proud to be a Tiger. I'm excited about the upcoming season. I think the I think the coaching staff did a phenomenal job. You know, to to those to those you know kids that left and went through the transfer portal, I wish them good luck. You know, they had to do what was best for them and for the players that that matriculated to the university. Welcome to being a blue bingo, baby. <laughs> well, I tell you what, though, let's look at everything on the surface. Uh, typically, when a new regime comes, you're typically talking at the end of or in the wintertime, at the end of a season, or in the middle of the winter before spring ball. And even at, the, even at that juncture, you have a spring practice and game field to evaluate what it is that you want to do with the team. And there's always players leaving when a new regime comes in. The new dynamic uh, with Coach Prime is he comes in January and has a season, not spring practice, as a barometer to dictate and learn, you know, what he has and what he has to work with. Uh, so it's like we got uh, OJT uh, with a season, not spring ball. So they were actually guys throwing it to the fire because game film can show you one thing, but I have practice on top of live games. Mm -hmm. So the barometer he had was to sit here and say, okay, I know what the tape saw me, you know, showed me, but now I get, as he says, I get to watch practice. I get to watch them live in practice that I can't see from the previous season because everybody didn't play. Plus I have these live games. So like now I know exactly what I need going forward because I saw them in practice and live. I think it was the, the greatest thing for us. And he stated that was that spring season. I know people hate to, say the term, but it really was almost like a Cliff Notes version of a season. And he was able to really get an idea of what he needs to go forward with regards to the fall. I know we finished 500. I know people hated to see us lose in a manner that we did, but believe it or not, losing the way we did is going to benefit us more with regards to the fall. Because you'll learn more in losing than mm -hmm. you will in winning. I think uh, Shaq. I think Shaq made a really good point in regards to the to the transfer portal, uh, because like going forward with this new era, it puts co it's almost like uh, I've, I've heard it said it's kind of like a free agency, and this is the thing that a lot of people they they, they did not understand due to this COVID, this uh, this hyphenated or shortened uh, COVID spring season, which was historical by the way. None of the players lost any eligibility, so what you had is you had all of the old players or former players that have departed and left Jackson state, they had an opportunity to go out and give out a live tryout to see if they would be retained. And even if they didn't, this kind of where you, where you say you want to know what's going on and don't put misinformation out and don't get overly emotional. Those same players, if they had an opportunity to go play somewhere else, they lost no eligibility. Mm -hmm. They got to continue on in the classroom, but they also get to get to, they got, they got stamped at the, the, the exact same year. So if they were a freshman in the spring, guess what? They're a freshman right, in the fall. Yeah. So, they, so they didn't lose anything. So it's like, thank you for representing the university. And, and, and we saw some players that we grew to love and like and, and, and grew relationships with. But when we hire a coach of the magnitude of a coach prime that has been to the pinnacle, he knows what he wants. He knows what he's looking for. He knows what it takes 
we have to trust that coach and trust that the players that he's bringing in is going to be the players that's going to put the caliber, is going to put the product that we all have grown accustomed to and the product that we want to see. So, uh, you know, when you're addressing emotions, you kind of got to, you know, rally back a little bit and just kind of stick to the facts. And that's something that that, that that was a good point I thought Shaq brought up. Right. And, and you know, along those lines, you, you said it. You know, you have to look at the factors that led to players transferring. I think it was a perfect mm-hmm. storm in terms of an opportunity for players to leave. But first of all, I think it's important to understand, for everyone to understand, that attrition is normal in any year. After the spring, players leave, players come in. That's at every school that's out of Jackson State. It was higher across the board this year because of what you just said, Ken, the COVID rules that you can transfer without sitting out. So that automatically caused a spike in the number of players that were leaving. And again, this was happened. This is the busiest transfer portal ever, but there's yep. a magnifying glass on Jackson state. And you know, our fans are so passionate. <laughs> so there's already a magnifying glass on us. And then more players are leaving than normal. And also anytime a new coaching staff comes in, that's going to add to the attrition. So you have your, your normal attrition, which is, if even if you have the same coach for the next year, you're going to have attrition. When you bring in another coaching staff, that's automatically leads to attrition because you're talking about a new system. Maybe you don't fit what they're trying to do. Or yep. You don't mm-hmm. like the new staff. And then on top of that, you have COVID. So there's three factors that cause there to be a, a spike in the number of transfers that or players who left Jackson State. And then you just have to look at it from the kids' point of view. Some of them just saw the writing on the wall. Let's be honest. They saw what was under the tree, quote unquote, under the tree. What Coach Prime kept saying, what? I know what's under the tree. Well, guess what? The players saw it too. And sometimes you can just be honest mm-hmm. with yourself and you say, you know what? And either you don't want to compete or you just, or maybe you want to compete and you're going to go out there and give it your best. But at the end of the day, sometimes you can just look yourself in the mirror and say, you know what? I need to go somewhere where I have a better opportunity to play because these players that are coming in, they're just better than me. And that may be that. I know that's hard for some athletes to admit, but I know for a fact I have some players on record who have just been who just look themselves in the mirror and say, you know what, I need to go somewhere else to have a chance to start or have a you know a better opportunity to play. And that's what happens. So if you add all that up, those are some of the reasons why a lot of the players left. Yeah, I mean, not to keep chiming in, but as you're talking, this stuff that keeps coming to mind. I mean, I, I'm I'm a realist. I always like to, man, I talk the way I come in, even on social media. This is who I am, right? Let's be I always say, let's keep it real. Um, a lot of it, it, the JSU of the past, let's be honest, man. Some of these players that we, we, we got a lot of players with a lot of stars, man, they used to have to be a situation that occurred at a, at a big power five university in order for, for us to land some of those players. Right. Mm-hmm. And then when you go back and look at, cause you got, you said you, you introduced me and Zoe on, on, on the podcast, it ain't, it ain't five people you can follow JSU football. I'm willing to go out on limb and say, that can they can go uh, years deep into recruitment. When we're talking about players, we're talking about players that were not only given offer scholarships to Jackson State, but we can tell you what other offers they had. And I'm telling you right now, over the past, I would say uh, seven seasons, though, you back me up on this. There's a lot of players that we offer Jackson State scholarships where we were the only offer. Mm-hmm. They, they didn't have they didn't have any other offers. So it's I like didn't... usually in the times past, coaches have kind of recruited for other needs. So if, for instance, you have like a Keontae Hampton, you're not going to recruit another linebacker of his caliber. You just go to the next position of need. But what Coach Prime has done is he's recruited in a manner where there's competition at every position every single day. I'm going to call that athletic compound interest. (laughs) That's right. Oh, oh, and and before before we go further, Jack, I ain't no one here. This is going to be your last show, buddy. You need to be a regular on this (laughs) 
<laughs> I appreciate that, dog. Hey, 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 Shaq, 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 Shaq's new nickname. We're going to call you, since you call, since we call you Shaq, you the big Aristotle now from now. Not me, hey. The big Not the diesel, the big Aristotle, man. I hear dropping those big words like that. Let's rewind. The big Aristotle mixed with T.I. Make all them T.I. too. But Okay, what was that? Athletic what? Athletic compound interest. ACI, baby. Explain. (laughs) Expound on that. Man, so so we so essentially what what Ken and and us, you know, as 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 rabid fans of Jackson State, what we're seeing is a culmination of talent at multiple positions. Mm. And you know, we saw it on multiple platforms on Tiger Talk about how he's creating competition at multiple positions across the board. And and Ken, you know, touched on a great point where he was like, you know, normally when, when we're recruiting in, in past times, you know, and this is, you know, this is HBCU football. So we have to look at the resources and the resource limitations that we got across the board. But essentially, you know, you recruit for key positions and then you stop recruiting for those key positions and you go on to your next needs right. um, because you're operating with less income, less resources. And you're and you're trying to make sure that you're sure that you 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 address all of the gaps that you have within your team. What Coach Prime has done a phenomenal job of is essentially gathering almost deadly weapons at every single mm-hmm. position across weapons the weapons of mass destruction. I, I was mean, about to say not the weapons of mass destruction. Of mass destruction. <laughs> Look, it's it's almost like it's almost <laughs> they need to start calling us the third wave, man, because it's wave after wave after wave of just competition and talent at all the key positions. And that builds a better program that builds better continuity that, mm-hmm. you know, undoubtedly is going to affect, you know, whether or not, you know, guys get injured or not because they're not um they're not, you know, playing to exhaustion because they got depth behind them. Yeah, because that's the key word. That, yeah, that's, that's the key the word because we we know that's what happens when injuries injuries come because you know you're, you're you're exhausted and you start making mistakes and when you start making mistakes you know a bad twitch here you know a move here you know we got some accidental stuff but essentially you know injury comes from exhaustion essentially is what i'm saying that's right all, all i know is if prime before the season says anything about he gonna turn them loose i know something <laughs> but hey so most of the most of the listeners have no idea what you're talking about <laughs> we know. But uh, shout out to Coach Robert Hughes. May he rest in peace. That, that's yeah, all man. Definitely. Turn but them let's, loose. Turn let, them let's loose. look at the numbers, though. You're talking about the the depth and the you know the competition at all the positions. So I, I want to break down the numbers. There were 95 players on the roster, approximately 95 players on the roster at the beginning of the spring. After the spring, only 40 players from the old regime remain, uh, mm-hmm. and that's what we talked. About. I was talking about earlier where the fans were concerned. Why are so many players leaving? I saw it referred to as the mass exodus of players leaving Jackson State. But since then, Coach Prime and his staff, they've actually brought in approximately 68 recruits or so, 68 and counting. And since the end of the spring, because this show is about attrition and additions, right? Okay, well, since the spring ended and all that attrition started, the additions have been 17 three- or four-star recruits. And I'll break it down. Four defensive linemen, two linebackers, three DBs, a running back, four offensive linemen, four wide receivers, and a much-needed kicker. So we were talking about upgrading the roster. And, and I don't want to compare and contrast. We love our players. If you sign with Jackson State, if, if you left it all out on right. the field, what do you Always a tiger. So I, I don't want to you know, degrade a player who left. But we brought in some dogs. Let's just be honest. We replaced these guys with some guys who have Power 5 experience. So we've upgraded this roster. Mm-hmm. 
tremendously, tremendously. We, yeah, we I, I think the uh, roster. when you look at this roster, yeah, we. Did, I mean, he did a, com- a complete overhaul. I yeah. mean, you're looking at um, not just a facelift. We're looking at a, 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 a <laughs> I mean, this is a complete makeover. And, and it, it's, it's quite impressive, to be honest with you. Yeah, uh, typically back in the day, people would say he trimmed the fat. I like to think of it, man, we got a whole new bull right now. <laughs> Seriously. Um, yeah. Man, with what we got coming in, I know in the past, we've always had talent. The different thing, and I, I really don't think our fans truly have grasped what all we really have that's tangible on the roster right now. But in the past, for example, like you mentioned, Keontae. Keontae's a dog, man. But right. we wouldn't ha- we needed several Keontae's at different positions. And let's just say we may have had one really, really great starting cornerback, but it's two cornerbacks on the field. You know, we will have like that dog Keontae at linebacker, but then you got two of the linebackers on the field. And now what Prime has done is you're going to have Keontae at all 11 spots of the defense. We haven't had that, man, in my opinion, since the 80s. On offense, you're going to have 11 dogs on offense. I mean, for Christ's sakes, we got a kicker that's kicking the ball out the end zone. When the last time Jackson ever had that? Ever? Mm-hmm. Zoe, so you, you bring up a real good point. I, I did this. I did this exercise in my head, fellas. And I'm going to just start with the defense. And I'm not going to say any names, but let's just, I'm going to do this real quick. And this kind of give you an idea of what Coach Prime has done. Just just stars. And and I, I for, for those people that want to act like stars don't matter, it's always the outsiders that want to act like it don't matter all of a sudden. <laughs> we used to celebrate stars until Coach Prime brought all the stars, you know, or the Jackson State. But, <laughs> but now all of a sudden stars don't matter. And guess what? Uh, these, these haters around uh, that's lurking around uh, the, the Jackson State gates trying to look over the fence and see what we're doing. They hoping that it's some dissension and all kind of division. No, no, ain't none of that going on over there. But I did this exercise in my head. I'm just going to name – I'm going to do 11 positions on defense, just in my head, and this base base position. Possible starters now. DB, four-star. Other DB, four-star. Other DB, three-star. Three defensive linemen now. Three-star, four-star, four-star. Linebacker, three-star. Swag defensive player of the year, three-star. DB, three-star, three-star. Now you tell me what school now, – now I'll say it like this right here. If you took Jackson State off the name on the front of that jersey, and let's say you put one of these Southland Conference, let's say you put Nip, or you put a uh, McNeese State or one of these – or anybody, you can put South Alabama, whatever name you want to put on there. Mm-hmm. You tell me that 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 that, that mm-hmm. team with that kind of defense going into any game versus any SWAC school. I don't care if you can take – name the best one, Alabama a and uh, uh, all corn, whatever. Not, not just against the swag school. If they, I'm, were I'm just an FBS. Program. I'm just saying, like yes. that. That you, yeah. you, you cannot. I get it. If we get a few, three, three or four stars, but when you start eleven players, man, that are start. Oh my goodness, I'm done. I'm done. You're I'm talking done. about the starters, great. But what stands out to me, the depth. What's the, thank you. It's I ain't depth. even got to. Go, I ain't got to the depth. That's the that's the it's beauty the, of it. That's the beauty of because you know we talk about injury. That's inevitable. And then oh, obviously, when when a swag school goes up against a, a higher a level school, higher conference school, a lot of times it's the that's one of the keys half. to victory. Yes, the depth takes over in the second half because they're that's rotating those linemen in and out, and we're still that's, with that's, one, that's, one, of exactly. go, that's exactly. one of the keys to victory. Exactly. Corey just made the the one point that we've seen. How many times have we seen our teams play these? Where you now? All five schools. Yeah. See that, Corey? First, I told you. First, I should be the producer. You making all these damn good points. 
No, no, let me say this. Let me say this. I'll I'll joke aside. I'm Magic Johnson, man. I like the dish. That's what I do. Every now and then, every now and then, what would Magic do? You know, look, you know, look the hell out of that one. You know, look the hell out of that one. Every every now and then, Magic already came out with the hook on us. Every now and then, I'll drop thirty on you. So let me go back to dishes. All right, sis. What you got though? But but. But he make a good point though. Now, I hadn't even, like I said, I'm and I and I'm gonna pause and let you guys jump in on it. Example. But then when you get to the depth part, it's just unbelievable when you look at depth. Well, so, I, I was gonna touch on I was gonna touch on the other part that you mentioned, what, what Corey actually chimed in on, mm-hmm. in regards to you mentioned what the other people say, because you know the one thing that everyone says is about oh well, you know, stars don't mean anything because you know, I know, you know, there are these great uh, guys who were no stars and they whipped at three stars, and mm-hmm. yeah, that happens, but those are one offs. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's right. I mean, they're too no, far in between. This whole stars don't mean anything, which is true. It, it, like Mike Bradley says, the stars stay at home with your mom. That, that's true. But tell that to Nick Saban. He's winning national championships with four and five star players and three well, star players. I, I, would, I would you rather have, have disagree team, with it. Would you rather have a team with three, four, five star players or a team without them? Because, yeah, you can I, mold those players who aren't, you know, the stars. Or obviously, they can grow and develop once they get to college, late bloomers. At the end of the day, give me that three or four star, and let me give him the same training and grooming that I would give that no stars. No, nah, the stars do matter because the thing is, is that again, has that happened? Yes, it has, but that's a one-off. So, prime example I can give you is Dak Prescott, right? And he and he did those. But how many Dak Prescotts were in college football? You know what I mean? He mm-hmm. was a two-star recruit. But how many mm-hmm. Dak Prescotts were in college football? He's he was one of one. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. It's a one-off. Yeah, you might find a two-star that could, that could be a late bloomer and they could turn it into something, but those are one-offs. You could yeah. you could count those. I mean, that's even right. I, 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 I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. And I wouldn't. I wouldn't even say a one-off. I would say it's just it's rare. It, it happens because if you look at the NFL, it's littered with you know players who didn't have a who weren't highly recruited <clears> and have any stars. Oh so, yeah, right. yeah. It's well, rare. I mean, but, Pound for pound, I'd rather have the team with the stars. It's just but, but, no, but, but, well, I, but I understand for the people that say I'm gonna play devil's advocate for people that say, well, you know, there's you know, it's really the stars is about notoriety. Somebody went to a camp or a coach mm-hmm. or, or all that. I, I get all that. There's a lot of players that Absolutely. were no stars, no stars that uh if you look at their ratings right now, you would see that they would be the equivalent of a three or four star. Mm-hmm. And they Man, and, and we, you said we also you said know you that working. Now, I'm just saying, you also know work ethic doesn't have anything to do with it other than Absolutely. just talent. But I'm going to say it like this right here. If you don't have the talent, you can go in the gym or in the field and work until you get tired. But it don't mean you're going to get you're going to be able to do it. You know what I mean? So it, uh, you you much rather have those players that are mm-hmm. those skilled players that are, are rated. Otherwise, it wouldn't be no point of doing it. They might as well throw the whole system out. We don't throw it out just because of swag school. Jump, uh, jumped several FBS programs. And now all of a sudden, I, since I, you I can't don't know. digest I, I, it. I, I think they may start trying to throw it out <laughs> with that state class. Yeah, let me say this though. Let me say this and then I'll let you go. They, once they, and I'm hearing that this is coming, they're going to start factoring in the transfers into the ranking system as well. So we're talking about Jackson State being what, 54. <laughs> if you factor in, tra- and I know that you'll be factoring in the other schools' transfers as well. So that'll boost them. But if you were to factor in those transfers into our recruiting class, top 20 players. Top, top 20. 20. It's a top yeah, 20. Yeah, 20. Well, I, I, I'm gonna say this. Earlier, you said you want to keep it real. Well, if we're gonna keep it real, the people who are saying the star ratings, the stars don't matter. That's just a bomb. They're trying to rub on their wounds because they can't have anything else to say about Jackson having the 50th ranked class in the country. That's all that is. 
because you mm-hmm. and I both know if they had a 70 rank class in the country, because they had 100 rank class and we were under them and they were like, oh, we loaded. No, you're not. What we got is on a whole nother plateau. We're in a whole nother stratosphere. Yeah, like that, that, I'm so that's, that's the I'm, moving uh, the goal over and over it, again. It, it does have yeah. to come together. It does, and I, I trust the coaches are doing what they need to do to get the prepared players prepared to play for and, this and, and you know what? And and you just said a key word. I, I, and I'm gonna ask you guys this: When's the last time you guys can honestly say Jackson State University had a head coach, and you can sit there and say, "I trust the coach." Not since W. No, I didn't trust Comedy. I didn't trust Comedy. I, 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 tr- I trusted Comedy. I, I trust Comedy. You know why I didn't trust Comedy? I, I, didn't, I, I, didn't knew, trust some of, I didn't trust some of the coaches that he had, but I trusted him. I, yeah, I, I didn't trust him. him. You want to know why? Because I knew that we had any game that didn't have a that wasn't a swag contest, we were going to mail it in. He didn't care about non-conference games. I don't trust that. I want to coach that when we when we get in our uniform, we're trying to win. And we knew that we played a non-conference game, coaches didn't care about that. The last coach I trusted was Coach Gordon because we were wow. dominant. But Ken, be it as it may, you just sit there and said that you know you haven't been able to trust since coming. How many coaches ago was that? You see what I'm saying? So well, that mean, still falls. That still falls the line. Like, when's the last time we were able to trust a coach? And I think we're well, in unison. We can all sit here and say we trust Coach Prime with every decision being made. Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go that far as to say that the the full base, not is, the full is, base. The, the full base doesn't believe. Like Coach is still saying, we have to believe. Uh, there's still uh, some. I, one of the things I do love that Coach Prime says whenever he's interviewed, when he talks about the spring season, he said it was an evaluation time. He evaluated not just the players, but he also had a chance to evaluate his coaches. He all, I mean, a man that's willing to give himself a D for for right. their performance. I, I, right. I, you can't you can't argue with that. So a lot of these guys that are that are these these new shows popping up and these people. Um, you know, naming this and, and using Jackson State for 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 clout and, and and likes and shares, and we get it, and, and that's what happens when you're hot. But a lot of people got to understand that the coach already gave himself a grade. His grade was a D. Mm-hmm. All right, you know, what I mean, we went three and three, but that was the best thing that could have happened to Jackson State is that yes, evaluation sir. period because now, oh man, it, I just, I just. I just think it's going to be totally different, and I like the fact that I don't, I don't, I, we're not going to, we we don't know what's going to happen, but we just know it's going to be great. That's just my opinion on that. I, I'll it's say this about Coach Prime. He, be, it's great when you can be honest with yourself and and give yourself that type of grade because you know the the possibilities of what could have been given. You know, some a ball, you know, rolling here or there in a certain kind of way. Mm-hmm. Arguably, you can say that those three games that we lost. Two of them we could have easily won. Absolutely. Two of them we could have easily won. Well, and, some gonna say because of coaching, you know. Right. But, I mean, and, and look, look, I, I'm gonna say it was part coaching and it was part mm-hmm. injuries and it was part just the way the ball rolled. Bounce. I mean, at the, the, that's right. the way the ball bounces. So it is what it is. But at the same time, for him to be, you know, consciously enough to acknowledge, like, look, uh, I'm gonna give myself a D. Yep. And I, I'm not sure what he gave the rest of his coaching staff, but for him to come out and raise his hand and say, I'm going to give myself a D, kudos to you, Coach Brian. Um, because you're at, least, you. you're at least saying what you need to improve upon. You're at least saying what you needed to address. And then he went out and he addressed it. Absolutely. One, yeah. one thing I'll say about the, how he addressed it in the recruiting, you guys have to realize that what he's done before in-house visits and before official visits to campus. Before oh, that's campus. a great point. Excellent. That's a great point. I, I just I, I I don't I don't have nothing to add to that, but that is a great point because you know and, what? 
And now well, the official I, visits, now on the official visits, they'll start seeing some not only completed upgrades, but they'll see upgrades in the work. So it's one thing to say, mm-hmm. hey, we're gonna do this. And you love oh, that yeah. for them to see it. But I think it's just as, as, as special or important for them to see it that it's it's not completed, but see the building going up or see the practice field being laid and say, Beautiful okay, practice, when I graduate man. six months from now, yeah, this will be up. Yeah, but you know Beautiful what? That, those, those same kids that you're speaking of, <clears throat> excuse me, those juniors that are actually going to seniors, what they're seeing now, because it's like a it's, it's a rising tide, they're seeing growth. You're seeing tangible growth. Like, you know, if you came on a the visit, then there was no turf field. Mm-hmm. There was no new grass field. You know, we could tell you about, oh, we're getting a new weight room. Now you guys see the new football training facility being built. You see it almost done. You're seeing all this growth coming to fruition. Now you're going to see as an FCS school, uh, the first game in Miami looking like it's going to be a sellout. The first home game, I'm telling you right now, you can book it. We're going to have no less than 45,000 in it, Joe. I mean, so it's just like you're seeing this growth and this evolution of JSU football. But also the one thing I'll mention about Coach Prime is this guy actually came in as a first-time coach and did the one thing that no coach on any level has ever done in history. What's that? The guy got the guy got hired in September. He arrived, officially became head coach December twenty first. He arrived mm-hmm. on campus in January and had December his first 4th. game four weeks December, later. December first. Yeah, December first. December, December oh, first. My bad. First and, first week of December. First week. And, of and he he and his uh guys got on campus in January and they had their first game in February. Mm-hmm. No coaches ever had to do that ever ever. Yeah, that's something. And he still did. gave him and well, he gave well, him a D. Well, well, you know and what and else was too, brilliant about so what he did? Well, go ahead, go ahead. to me, to me, what was brilliant about what he did when he first came, he he addressed the community first. Mm-hmm. He came in with a community mindset and said, look, it's going to be us. We got we got to work together in order to get this done. So if y'all supporting me, hey, I'm here for you, Jackson. I'm here for you surrounding communities, Rankin County, Madison County. Let's get it. Hines Man, County, let's get it. I wish that I wish that I wish that we'd be. You know, and I and I know, you know, is you know, you're never gonna get 100 percent of anything when you are dealing with with people sometimes. But I do wish that people would understand that Coach Prime is here to help. I mean, Coach Prime is not here to elevate himself. I don't know, you know, Coach Prime was coach uh, was 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 prime time before he came to Jackson State, and I think mm-hmm. you got a, a, a major figure, a big brand uh, that combined with, I would say, uh, arguably the biggest HBCU brand. It was a perfect marriage. And I think, um, you know, we should be celebrating, you know, the things that we're seeing, you know, take place. I mean, I'm so excited, man. I'm just I'm just kind of sitting back in awe because it's cool now because last year when we found out he was going to be the coach and then you fast forward all the way to today. It's like, man, look at all that we've seen come to pass in such a such a short time, including a top, you know, top 55 recruiting class. That's amazing. That's amazing. Man, I mean, and that's what we got. But, but here's the thing, man, Coach Prime is so the I love. It's crazy because if you notice in all the chatter, the one thing from anybody outside of the I love, they want to separate Deion Sanders from Jackson State. That is no, Deion Sanders is Jackson State. Mm-hmm. You cannot separate the two. So when you Ain't see Deion Sanders, it, and get around when you see when you see Deion Sanders, you see Jackson State. Matter of fact, when you see him after you say Coach Prime, He's probably going to end the sentence talking to you and saying, "Oh, the I love." When he's done talking to you, 
Well, one thing, and I've said this before on Tiger Talk, and, and we got we got to move along, fellas. It's been a great conversation. We'll be convening several more times, you know, leading up to the season to have these conversations. But I do want to say this before I transition to this last part. One reason why Deion Sanders slash Coach Prime is Jackson State, he has two sons who are students at Jackson State and who Absolutely. hopefully will have a degree from Jackson State in the next few years. So that sure. ties you to the university forever. So Jackson State. Deion Sanders, Coach Prime, we are we are one, definitely. But, but fellas, I want, yeah, but fellas, before we go, I, I want to get back to kind of the original top, the players who left and, and the players we've brought in since then. Who are looking? And I know we haven't named a lot of names. We're going to get into that over the course of, of the some shows coming up. But I want each one of you just quickly. You don't have to go into a lot of detail, but I want each of you to give me that one addition that you're looking forward to the most. And we're talking about players who have been added since the spring season. We're not talking about the, the Shane hooks of the world. Cause he was here. He didn't play in the spring, but he was there, but I'm saying since the season ended and players left and we brought in players to replace them, who are you looking forward to the most? Ken Clark. Corey, we had the uh, pleasure of, of interviewing this young man on, on here on Tiger talk. Uh, I had a chance to talk to him, bright young man. And this young man was the first college player to, break ground on the NIL deal. Mr. Antoine Owens, who went up to, you know, to, uh, uh, was it Times Square, right? He was up in New York, man, and and signed a a, a pretty cool deal. Uh, I'm looking forward to Antoine Owens, man, making an impact. Our defense upgraded from the spring, and I'm I'm, I'm hoping to see him come in and make an immediate impact on the D-line. All right. What you got, Zoe? I'm going to say we got a man child over the ball, Katron mm. Evans, man. Mm. <laughs> I mean, just let just just let this set in. An FCS school has never signed an ESPN top three hundred player. Not only that, this dude was rated the fifth rated player in the state of Maryland. He's the nineteenth rated defensive lineman in the country, and he signed to Jackson State. Fresh mm. out of high school, man child over the ball. Four years. How many stars is he? Folk, 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 Stars don't matter, man. So all, all that stuff you just all that stuff you just said, man, that don't matter, man. He, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, man. Who you got, Shaq? Who you looking forward to seeing? <laughs> and, you know, after strong consideration, I got to go with James Houston. Ooh. James Houston the fourth. Ooh. Oh, yes. Ooh. And, Ooh. and I say that, man, because the tenacity, the quickness, oh, yeah. the speed, um, the savviness on the field. I mean, the guy's just quick to the ball. He's always around the ball. And you know, honestly, I think he's gonna come into the he's gonna come into the swag and he's gonna he's gonna change and maybe I'm not gonna say transform, but I will say just change the the way our linebackers play. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um and, and across, you know, man, I seen him pop twenty two from Alabama. I tell you that. I, I'm gonna say yeah, this, man. I, I'm gonna say that real quick. We got two swack all Americans. What position they play? Linebacker. That's all I got to say. We got that, two. That that linebacker core is gonna be serious. <laughs> gonna be serious. Just, hey, that's all I got. I just want to say that. One, I thing, I like, say one thing I love about Houston is we've seen him get it done at the highest level. We've seen Absolutely. him get it done in the SEC against the likes of Alabama. So mm-hmm. definitely yeah. excited to see him. Got yeah. another one for you. Got another one for you though. Okay. Okay. We talked about you know the players who left. Hate to see him go. Jackson State D, I love. You're Tiger for life. Who was the biggest loss 
due to attrition. A player who was on the team in the spring and decided to leave and enter the transfer portal. Let me go first on this one, man. I'm okay. going to say Alexander Shaw, man. Straight from Vicksburg. Mm-hmm. Man, dude, we're going to miss him because he would have provided quality depth. And the dude could play all four positions in the in the defensive backfield, man. Mm-hmm. A good, solid player, man. He, he could have really contributed to this team. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was a big loss in my opinion. Right. Mm. Let's go, Aristotle. Who you got? B.A.? You know, this is a tough one. It's a tough one because, you know, the sentimental favor is going to be Dalen Baldwin. But, mm-hmm. you know, if, if 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 we're if we're answering this question with not counting Dalen, not I counting Dalen, yeah, I, I thought I, I that would, was that's yeah. no, that, that goes without saying. So that's I a given, right? Yeah, yeah. but um, <laughs> I I would probably say um, Q Quincy Casey. Mm. Uh, mm. I think okay. you know him okay. having him being a freshman and having you know redshirt freshman having about four years of eligibility left, some experience in the quarterback room, um, some knowledge of the culture of the university and of the team. And what we stand for, uh, I, I hated to see him go because I think he could have contributed to this future team and squad going forward. Good point. Really good points. Um, I guess I go last. Uh, my, you know, for me, I, I love what coach what the coaches have done with the roster. Um, my my player is more is going to be more personable to me because I actually had a hand in recruiting him to come to Jackson State, and that's uh, Josh Rice. Mm-hmm. Uh, wide receiver out of Santa Ana Community College okay, here in California. Bethune. Just committed to Bethune-Cookman. Uh, I, you know, I, I won't go in, in, into depth with that, but he and I have had several, several conversations, and uh, I'm looking forward to that game when we play against Bethune-Cookman. I told him that I'll be rooting for him, but I hope they lose by 50. So, uh, <laughs> but no, it was, it was, it was, uh, it was Josh. You know, that's that's my little brother. Mm-hmm. Um, he talks, we still talk regularly, you know, he, you know, he comes by the house and, but I'm happy that he gets a chance to go to a, a university to showcase his talent. So I'm rooting for him and uh, good luck to him. All right, last get you out of here. Okay. We had the players who left and I know it was a tough decision for a lot of them. They didn't want to leave. Didn't, you know, didn't know what to do and had to make that decision. There were some players who went that same boat, but they decided to stay. They were on the fence. They say, you know what, I'm going to stick it out, I believe. So who are the players that stayed, uh, or tell me a player, your player who stayed, who you had your fingers crossed, hoping that they would that they would stay, that they wouldn't leave. Not saying that I, there was a rumor that I, they I, would leave. I'm going first. The player I was saying to myself, if this player entered the portal, man, I'm going to cry. And that's that's Keontae Hampton. I'm a, I'm a big that, that's my that's my little brother, man. I, I I was just saying, help, please don't leave. And and that's just because because I think we all can can attest to say that. I think we all was a little nervous and and was just hoping that we didn't see him, you know, put out a Twitter post saying, hey, you, you know, it's been a good ride and yada yada. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, um, man. Keontae, he's a fan man. favorite, bro. He's a fan favorite. He's a fan yeah, favorite, but he's also uh, one of the top players that's been in this conference for the last couple of seasons. So I'm 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 so happy that he he stuck it out and stayed with us, and 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 hopefully he ball out even like he's been doing these past couple of seasons. So Keontae, all right. Uh, for me, man, it's C.J. Holmes, man. Let's go three. Mm. Uh, <laughs> man, uh, man, to see that dude when he first got here, man, and to see his growth, yeah, knowing he went from starting at, at, at corner, um. Uh, uh, even seeing that he's able to move across the field, man, and even in the spring, man, seeing him actually playing back at safety. 
Um, right. then, then play the first few games and getting his first game back and his first game back on the field gets an interception. Two. I mean, um, so dude, uh, dude's a baller, man. I think he has real legit NFL uh, aspirations. And so I'm glad to see him get the opportunity back here at Jackson State and hopefully, man, be an NFL draft pick for us, man. So I'm glad to see CJ so, home back. Man. Hope so. CTZ. CTZ. <laughs> <Hey. laughs> All right, well, I guess I'm up next, man, and I, I got to go with one of the smallest individuals <laughs> on the team. <laughs> All right, Mr. Mighty Man, I'm going to call him. I'm going to call him Six Legs because he's so quick and fast. It looked like he got six feet, six legs running out there. <laughs> but uh, it, that's that's Warren Newman, man. Absolutely. Uh, I, I think he, I think, you know, he put in a tremendous amount of offseason work and effort. He epitomized right. what, a, what a Jackson State Tiger really is. He put in, you know, uh, had some really good games here, man, some good memories. And, he, you know, he's got some – he got a big heart, man. Mm-hmm. Um, he's out there on the field giving his all, man, and um, making him nice cuts and moves on the field. But I, I would have hated to see him go, man, because I think he he symbolizes what a true Jackson State Tiger really is. Right, I'll mm-hmm. tell you something interesting about Warren Newman, man. Did you guys know that Warren Newman led the team in touchdowns the past two years? Didn't know that. Did not okay. know that. Yeah, he did. Definitely did. Sweet feet. Uh, That's what Richard called him right. from the, hey, out, out of nowhere, hey, right? Hey, the <laughs> man got some quick feet, man. I told you, I'm going to call him Six Legs, man. That's my nickname for him going forward. <laughs> all right, good stuff, fellas. Great stuff. Hey, we can do this all day, all night. But like I said, we'll be reconvening several times over the next few weeks to talk football leading into the season and throughout the season. This is uh, We're here to stay. Tiger Talk, we're not going anywhere. And I know you guys are be will be right here and, and looking to come back on to share your knowledge. Shaq, great debut. Zoe, welcome. Aristotle. <laughs> Ken, as always. <laughs> and that'll do it for episode 173 of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Thank you to all of our listeners. And again, be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast. Apple Podcast listeners, rate and review the show. And everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Instagram and Twitter. I cannot stress the importance of this enough. We're looking to do some big things with this platform to aid the athletics department. And it all starts with you. Downloading, subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show. And tell every Tiger that you know. We're on all podcast outlets. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, and so on. And we'll be posting each episode on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages. As always, thanks for your support. Hashtag the I love. Hashtag I believe. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. 
At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.